0: Welcome to the Approach Shot. The golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of the approach shot John Ashton and Neil Michaels. The lovely woman says it is time for us the approach shot, and we are not going
2: to argue. She's always right. right. Just
3: ask her. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds
2: like all our wives. They're always right. Always right. Even when she's wrong, refer back to rule number one. That is it. (laughs) I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels, and the guy who looks taller than all of us is. Frank Bassett from our sister podcast, Golf Talk America, and one of our good buddies. And we just kind of like all hang out, have fun, and drink heavily together.
3: He is an asset to the golf world, and you can't spell asset without Bassett. I'm a what?
4: And I, whoa, I said. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
3: I made sure I said that very clearly. Right. <laughs> oh my god, boys! What are y'all up to? What's going oh, on
2: here? We're just sitting here. We decided we were going to have some fun, man. We were going to going to bring you along. And um, Frank's a, a an old musician. Yeah. Uh, Neil and I are old disc jockeys. Or former, former, For, musician. former musician. Okay. Not old. I'm sure Neil and I have played records that you have played on
4: on the air. Many uh, you might have. I bet you do. Yeah. yeah, in the old days, growing up in Memphis, Tennessee and outside of the Memphis area. And in the 60s and 70s, where uh, people like Al Green, Booker T, and the MGs, uh, the Pointer Sisters, uh, just a lot of different folks recorded yeah. there. We played on a ton of albums, and a lot of us were studio musicians that went on the road eventually. And uh, it was a blast. I mean, it was yeah. really a lot of fun. And, and you guys were spinning records in your your era. So y'all were my idols. The DJs, I thought were really cool. (laughs) Back then, we were, were, but we lost that somewhere along the line. (laughs) We were begging for crumbs. Okay, and You guys are out there getting all the, you know, just studio musicians don't get the girls. DJs and traveling musicians get the girls. Right, right. Studio musicians have to clean up after the session and, and lock up. (laughs)
2: <laughs> on the <Yeah>. way out <laughs> unless of course they they all get together and change your name to toto and then you know oh the, uh, yeah. yeah
3: that's people toto. <laughs> Who, toto was he in a movie <laughs> 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 well didn't you play for uh for blood sweat and tears more than just yeah. studio
4: you know i did no i didn't do the studio stuff i did i was on the road yeah the, with a lot of different bands you know when you record in studios they have to uh they overdub and put like additional horns on there, additional trumpets, additional right. trombones, whatever they have. But the when they got on the road, it's just like in blood, sweat, and tears. You had Lou Saloff as the trumpet player, okay? Mm-hmm. Or Bargerona is the trombonist. So they needed more musicians for the road team, and that's when they would pick up musicians that knew their charts and they trusted would not, you know, get them in. Jail out on the road.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so we
5: went and, 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 yeah.
2: and they couldn't find any, so they hired Frank. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much true.
4: To do that. It was a lot of fun, guys, doing that kind of stuff with different yeah. bands and uh, hanging out with Tower of Power, which is a West Coast band. East Bay Blues, oh, is their nickname because they're out of Oakland, Oakland Soul. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then going to New York and got to play with
2: a lot of different uh, folks in New York. See, we got to have stories because we got radio stories. He's got on the road musician stories, and we all have golf stories. Yeah, we do. And we're going to tell them in length. Names will be changed to protect whoever. Justin Thomas (laughs) lost his
4: sponsor because of one word. If any sponsors had been with us on the golf course at French look recently, we would have zero sponsors. <laughs> yeah. We would
3: offend the little sisters of the core. I years. was going right. to say, John, you know, you just told, you just said that the three of us are going to tell a bunch of old golf stories and I could mm-hmm. hear it like, the clicking of of radios from you know coast to coast. Like, is there something else I could be doing with my time? <laughs> yeah, really, I
4: did. I did. man. You're gonna I laugh your. Listen, I listened to Matthew Wolf boys, uh, your podcast is Wolfie, and it was great. This this sucks, but
2: y'all you know, <laughs> gonna laugh your butts off when we come right back. And and thank God these sponsors weren't at French Lick with us because they're still with us, now, and we'll be back after Warp they talk.
3: Calm down.
2: <laughs> yeah, we the approach shot we promise not to sing we'll be right back no promises
3: there's a revolution going on in the world of shaving and its name is harry's have you dumped your overpriced still have to go to the drugstore my dad used these blades I have. I switched to Harry's. With Harry's, you don't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price. My Harry's razor contours to my face and gives me a close, comfortable shave at a great price. And you know what else? My Harry's razor stays sharper longer. They believe in the quality of their blades so much you get a 100% money-back guarantee. Why don't you join me in the revolution and you'll become a fan of Harry's too. For a limited time, Harry's is offering listeners of The Approach Shot their starter set at harrys.com slash approach. The starter set includes a five-blade razor, a weighted ergonomic handle, foaming shave gel and a travel blade cover, a $13 value, all for just $3. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com approach to redeem this offer today. That's a $13 value for only $3. But to get it, you have to go to harrys.com approach. We are The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He
2: is Neil Michaels. He is
3: you made me show very happy. Sorry, I'm sorry. I promise. Oh, you promised I, promised. I promise. Nothing. I know. I I'm calling
4: nothing. David right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Mr. Thomas,
4: David Clayton Thomas here. Yeah, he sucks singing, doesn't he? <laughs> voice. It always was the voice. And David Clayton yeah. Thomas is one of the greatest singers of all time. Like, he, he at blood, sweat, and tears, and Terry Kath at Chicago were two of the greatest. I mean, two yeah. of the greatest.
2: Yeah. I, I once made a mistake. You know, I was just, I was just making radio comment and I, I hurt Frank's feelings and he didn't talk to me for almost two holes once. Um, cause Frank, Frank's one of those guys who loves to play music when he plays golf. It's music from his era. It's music from my era. It's music from our era. The Chicago song came on and I looked, and I say, Frank, those guys basically put y'all out of business, didn't they? Meaning blitz, sweat and tears. And, and I, didn't, I didn't realize how painful a comment that would be. I don't be. know why in the hell, hell you had to bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know, they, they took our record sales, but uh, again, I was, I was on the road, so I still got paid for playing on the road. Yeah. 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 A lot of fun, but everybody played a lot of golf. And even now guys, when we're doing shows and out on the road and doing golf talk America, like we do at PGA tour events, a lot of the musicians, if they're in town will come out and they'll, that's how we get them on the show. I mean, All the musicians want to be around golfers. The golfers want to be around the musicians. The football players want to be around the golfers. It's just a cross-pollination of uh, talent, I guess, in some Mm -hmm. form or fashion. And, you know, everybody wanted to be around the DJs, you know, because you guys knew all the musicians. and. You know, you were
3: paying your back pocket with all that payola money in the old days. <laughs> no, did I say that? <laughs> let's, let's, let's take a second here. We know each other, obviously, extremely well, but perhaps the listeners and the viewers don't know that Frank is the co-host of Golf Talk America the podcast, and the, uh, the, the the entire umbrella that is Golf Talk America's. So maybe we should tell people why he's here other than the fact that, you know, he played some music every once in a while. Yeah, we do
4: do some shows. And uh, you know, Golf Talk America, those weekend golf guys, the approach shot. We have some other shows, uh, The Game and Dallas, uh, some other shows that will be coming on board on the Golf Talk America network. Gonna be on each other's shows and, and good-looking sure. chick you guys had on the
3: show. Who was that good-looking girl? Beach thing. What was her name? Yeah. Whoa, she's cute. And she does some phenomenal artwork, which we're still giving away. Am yeah. I eligible? No. Uh, yes, you are. Yes. No, he's not. No. John <laughs> says you're not, so you're not. I was going to say yes, but that's why Frank <laughs> likes me better. <laughs>
2: well, that is much, better. Trust me. much better. We're yeah. also giving it away on those weekend golf guys. And Jeff Smith, one of the top 100 golf instructors in the country and co-host of those weekend golf guys, uh, he said, don't worry about no. giving it away, John. It's mine.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> well, okay. 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 That's just like what I just did for you know the Senior LPGA Championships coming up, twenty sixth or so of August. So I picked up some things for the auction. We it benefits the uh, Riley's Hospital for Children, which is a great right. show. nice. And so I called called my friend Clint Black and said I need need some stuff, Clint. So we go to his bus because he's about to leave, and Clint gets on his fancy bus and he travels on that. So he pulls out a harmonica and D and gives it mm-hmm. to him. Out of his case, I'm not going to be doing any of these songs. So here he, he signs it and has me that. His latest new vinyl album that he has and some of his new coffee that he's having the beans grown somewhere with Juan Valdez picking them up in the mountains <laughs> in Mexico. Uh, who knows? But really, Clint's a great guy, a fabulous musician. Well, he gives mm-hmm. me this stuff. I take it up to French Lick a few weeks ago, and I give it to Dave Harner, who's the director of golf at French Lick. Mm-hmm. Well, Dave's also a musician and a guitar player. And three of his employees said, yeah, that stuff will never see the, the light of day after David's hands on and just to get it out there, there are Clint Black memorabilia pieces that will be bid on for the Senior LPGA Championship, Dave Harner. So let <laughs> <laughs> crawl under it. Love it. Though.
3: <laughs> I like the fact that Frank just dropped Clint Black's name like, you know, nothing. So, you know, I call my buddy Clint Black. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but you yes, see, they they did. I, mean, I, I do that. And I, I don't think about it
4: because being, I, you know, you guys can do it too. I'm in the, in, in the music world and around all these people. And here in Nashville, you know, you, you go to Starbucks and have coffee with, with Keith Urban. I mean, he's sitting next to you having coffee. I mean, it's just, it, Vince Gill, we play golf together a lot. So there's just a lot of people in Nashville that we all just kind of know and take for granted. And I guess it would be like living out, of course, Neil, I guess you're out on the West Coast. Yeah. You know, being out there, you probably have an opportunity to run into Dennis Paulson every once in a while when you're out there. I do mm-hmm. you know he thinks he's big. But <laughs> he does some kind of show called Inside the Ropes with a guy <laughs> named Carl Paulson, who should be I think his son or cousin. I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah.
4: They're not related anyway it's just it's just musicians and their folks around and it's a lot and of fun to be around those people how,
2: how come how come Nashville I mean it's always been the the you know home for country music but now I mean rockers and everybody just flock into Nashville for some
4: well, reason. Well right? if you you know for your listeners if you come to Nashville I mean Nashville's just a big party it really really is we call mm-hmm. it Nash Vegas seriously but Nashville has some of the finest I know LA has them New York has them Chicago has some some of the finest recording studios, and some of the greatest producers in the country. Yeah. It's even like back in the day when Led Zeppelin was around, uh, and they still are. They're just in wheelchairs trying to play, <laughs> uh, kind of like the Stones on their new tour. It's, it's going to be called the Cadaver Tour.
3: Um, <laughs> There. They, too, oh, are playing in the, senior, uh, in the senior tour, but it's a different kind. Geez, yeah, they make more money on their tour, trust me. <laughs> but they, uh, Led Zeppelin
4: came to Memphis, Tennessee, because of one of the engineers that was there and recorded Led Zeppelin 3 totally in Memphis, Tennessee, because mm-hmm. of the engineer. Same thing of, uh, like Nashville. Memphis was always the home of R&B and really should have been where the, the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which Rock and Roll started there, should be, not up yep. in Ohio. In my opinion. opinion, Memphis kind of lost it because Memphis had some political issues and Nashville's always been music city mm-hmm. because they they named themselves that they promoted themselves as that. Mm-hmm. And if you say it long enough, you start to believe it. Yeah, so, that's, that's right.
2: right. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: There.
2: but I mean, all, all the, the, the country, um, the history of country music is is right there in the middle of Nashville. Oh, uh, Ryman Auditorium and the original grand old Opry. Well,
4: you know, we do a thing every year. I do a golf tournament here, uh, MC. Now I MC the event, and the golf tournament is Ray Stevens golf tournament. If you've mm-hmm. ever heard of Ray Stevens.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, uh, yes, they
4: call him the streak. Yes, they call him the streak. Mississippi <laughs> Squirrel. You know, uh, the, don't look, Martha, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do his tournament every year, and he has a place called Cabaret here. It's it's just unbelievable the type of musicians that you have in this town that are yeah. just old line musicians. Ray just sold his studio on Music Road, 16th Avenue, historic place. But he said, I don't need it anymore. It's just a block. Well, between he and Eddie Arnold, they owned most of Nashville and what's now Brentwood, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, Ray sold his little studio for $25 million in cash. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's, this place is historic. There are tons of old musicians. It's just like we say, and we talk a lot, John, you and I do, about these senior LPGA players. They don't mm-hmm. really get the recognition that I think they should get for the, the type of quality of players they were. Yeah. But you look at the musicians you have in this town that have been around
2: forever and ever,
4: and they all hung around with Jerry Reed and Burt Reynolds, and all the celebrities from Hollywood came here. I yeah. mean, there was, was a
2: guy named uh, Ed Green who was one of the the mm-hmm. uh, guys, old old line country guys, uh, yeah. member of the Grand Old Opry, and I was I, mean, I lived in Nashville for a few years, and his son Alan was a friend of mine, and and Ed Green had a golf scramble every year at Nashboro Village. For uh, the the old country musicians' home or whatever it's called, to yeah. raising, raising money for the yeah. retired musicians' fund, and we were playing. I was playing with Alan, Ed's son, and there was a guy in there, big guy. He had, I think, five clubs in his bag, and a fifth of Jack Daniels. And he could hit the ball a ton. That could but, be a number of people, but he kept he just kept drinking, and he got more and more obnoxious as the round wore on. And it got to the point where, you know, he he got to be a little bit uh, inebriated and he was kind of hard to deal with. You know, sometimes when people are not sober, sober people find them difficult to relate to. And um, yeah, I've never been in that position. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I looked I looked at Alan and I said, man, who is this guy? And he looked at me. He says, John, you ever heard you were always on my mind? And I went, oh, yeah. He, said, he wrote it.
0: Hmm.
4: Another thing I hear, Buzz Kaysen. Buzzy played with the Crickets. Yeah, he has a big studio here. He wrote, uh, well, it, he's written a lot of great songs, but but I, and I won't belabor your listeners with all that. And the,
2: and the Crickets was Buddy Holly's band. If Buddy Holly's they're band. they are going, uh, who? Absolutely. Yeah, so so I mean one one of the the, the rock and roll founders, man.
4: Yeah, Buzzy wrote uh, "Everything Is Beautiful." In its own way. Thanks, Ray. Dave Loggins, <laughs> Dave Loggins lives here. You know, Dave. Yeah, you know, please Dave come to Boston. To yeah. Huge hit. Dave's a friend of ours. But he also wrote an obscure little song that's played a lot once a year. And it's during a certain month where they have a lot of azaleas. He wrote the Masters theme. He gave that to Frank Shakurney at CBS. Yeah. and said, here, I, I love golf so much. I love the Masters so much. You can have it. I want nothing for it. So I asked Dave, I said, when you pass away, pal, can I have the rights to that song? (laughs) Because I'll take money for it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They've they've got, got money. Because <laughs> be- Frank loves golf, but he's not that yeah. generous. He loves money more. I think. I think probably. <laughs> least yeah. like, I've, I've got a wife who
4: spends a boatload of money. That's I know. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, me. Know. I don't look at the cheap shirts, and you know,
2: just if they don't give it to him in a pro am, he don't wear it. Speaking Hello. of loving golf, however, we have uh, you know, a lot of love of golf to talk about when we come right back. This is the approach shot. Please hang with us.
3: Hey, it's Neil, and lately I've been telling you about my new favorite Wild Alaskan Company. Wild Alaskan Company sends high quality seafood right to your door. This is sustainably sourced wild caught seafood. I want you to picture this. Each shipment contains premium individually wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook with no antibiotics. My wife and I were very excited to try the salmon that we had ordered. So last night was the night. We made the sockeye salmon and it was amazing no kidding mouth-watering flavor no fishy taste and the texture was perfect this is the best salmon I've ever had. Right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash approach. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash approach for $15 off your first box. wildalaskancompany.com slash approach. Make sure to use our URL to let them know we sent you.
0: Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with a Attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with two thousand dollars or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nationwide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today.
5: Call Credit Guard of America now at 800 672 6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800 672 6925. That's 800 672 6925. 800 672 6925
2: hey we're back to the approach
3: shot thanks for hanging
2: with us yes indeed thank you very much i appreciate that it's the idiot cards
3: i finally got the spelling right yeah (laughs) (laughs) love
2: the one you whiff that's a great song
3: (laughs) I'm John
2: Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. He's Frank Bassett uh, from Golf with Talk Frank. America. We're with him. Yep. That's right, we are. We we want to thank Frank again. He is not only the, the co-host of Golf Talk America, but he is the uh, the guy who, who came up with the idea of the Golf Talk America network, of which we are a part with both the Approach Shot and with uh, those weekend golf guys. And uh, there are other uh, other shows, and, and there are a lot of big plans coming up, too, so a
4: lot Good of stuff guy. will be happening. Yeah. Big
2: time, yeah. folks! Keep keep
4: watching and listening because yeah. uh, some of the stuff that's going to happen pretty quickly here is going to be pretty exciting. I think yes. right, for all of, all of our listeners across the, all of our shows.
3: And just to let listeners know, if you're listening to the approach out, we are you know we, we like to have fun. We talk to you know to celebrities and semi celebrities. Frank, I thank you for that second category um, <laughs> about your golf game. <laughs> I like complimenting the people who come on board with us and those weekend golf guys, you know, they, they help the, the weekend golfer with their, with their, you know, how to improve their game, but golf talk America specifically talks about what's going on in the PGA. And you have covered some stuff in the last couple of weeks because the personalities that have just exploded wow. out of the PGA in the last few weeks. And some of the stuff that Frank you've written for some of, uh, you know, for some of your blogs and and such have been, Amazing. It's it's remarkable yeah. what what these guys have done to implode their careers or well, just make everybody scratch their heads like Bryson, what did you say about your clubs? No, no, no. no. Seriously, Bryson DeChambeau.
4: It should be the greatest thing that ever happened to Patrick Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... a <laughs> quick story on DeChambeau. I'm at the Players' Championship two years ago, and there there are two sets of of tees for the practice range. One's the one that you see most of the people can walk up behind and watch players. The one on the back side that you can't get to, uh, we go back there, some of us. Steve Elkington, who's a good friend of ours, we went back there together, and we were talking to Tiger. Bryson DeChambeau was back there. Jason Duffner was back there. And so we're in uh, Answer. Abraham Answer was back there. So we're watching DeChambeau. DeChambeau has five guys around him. It looks like he just walked into NASA with all the computers that are sitting on, on the tripod <laughs> stands around him. And his caddy, and I know why he quit now, because he had his caddy, that is. His caddy was on his knees. Bryson's ball is right in front, and his caddy's pouring water on the golf ball. And then he backs up. and Bryson hits it. And they all look at the computers. Oh, the spin rate, this, and that, and this. The guy really – I hope he doesn't have an AR-15 because he's going to kill everybody and then kill himself. My am oh. going to go crazy on us. Just wound up that tight, is he? He's wound up really, really tight. And so here's Jason Duffner. We're watching all this go down. Duffner turns, turns to me and does this. <laughs> <laughs> and I did all I could do to, to, to laugh. And then Tiger, we walked past Tiger. And Tiger goes, y'all seen enough of that Shh. <laughs> See <you> better, buddy.
3: <laughs> uh, those and, of you who are listening and not watching that was not a complimentary thing was, no, right. <laughs> the,
4: uh, but no we do cover the pga tour at, at yeah. and uh we we have uh, national access national credentials with the pga tour so we're we're inside the ropes and inside the media centers and mm-hmm. Uh, and the LPGA also, and as well as the USGA. So we're a little more serious on Golf Talk America about, uh, well, we are because the PGA Tour could take the money away. <laughs> so really, really nice. yeah. But no, we, we want to cover it for our listeners. We don't get down into the he hit eight of 10 fairways, he made 21 putts. He did, we don't we don't really drill down that much, but we do give a general overview of technically what's going on.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I got to say that, on on those weekend golf guys, especially, we we opted uh, together with Jeff Smith, one of America's top one hundred golf
3: instructors, who was my co host there. Um, we have opted not. <laughs> not I'm just going to hit that every time you drop Jeff's name. No,
2: <laughs> no, really, I want
4: one of those. I get a.
3: But we have
2: opted not to cover the PGA titles. because you guys do it so well. Yeah, that's And true. we wanted to be a member of the family and not a competitor. And and, and so mean, you have the
3: approach
4: shot to take away our fusion of golf, music, sports, and entertainment. Okay, that's what well, you know,
2: we, we you
3: know <laughs> what, we Frank, you, you, you got the PGA, let us have music, okay? Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be both, man. You can't have it all. You, you can't be say, all it. things to
4: all people, you know. I know, I know. No, I, I appreciate that, but we we do, thank you. We do that yeah. as as good as we can do. Yeah. Uh, what's so funny is anywhere I go, if somebody knows me or recognizes me or whatever, people will come up to me and, and ask some question like, let me ask you this. Back in uh, you know 1983, when Elkington was playing in this, what did he shoot on the hook? I'm like, what do you think? I'm an encyclopedia. <laughs> and they go, Well, you're you're on the air. You do all you cover the PGA tour. I said, I have assets all around me. Yes. I have screens, I have a prompter, I have notes out the yang. I have Google. <laughs> I, I, well, Google doesn't always talk You
3: just me. described yourself as Bryson. Pretty <laughs> <do> you much. <laughs> you're the Bryson of broadcasting. Let me pour some water on the keyboard to see what happens.
4: <laughs> Hey, I, I did knock over an entire Budweiser into an Apple MacBook Pro, and trust me, they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a brand-new MacBook Pro. I took it to Apple, and I said, I don't know what's wrong with this. They knew it. They can back. still smell the beer, though, right? <laughs> it was on my breast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so i have no strong with it. All right, um, got to get your opinion. I don't know if you've heard about it yet, but the, the latest match – made for entertainment purposes only, Bryson DeChambeau's arch nemesis. Who's that? (laughs) Oh, you're going to make me look it up, aren't you? Gotcha. Uh, (laughs)
4: Gotcha.
2: (laughs) Never ask a question. You know what they say in the courtroom. Don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. Yes, indeed.
3: Cool that you guys both know the courtroom thing. Yep. That's great. No, I, well, yeah, <laughs> we've already sort of figured you out. Could it be that the, the Apple store sued you for bringing in a beer infested? No, no, <laughs> doubt. my former. You notice, you
2: notice how his first go to wasn't. Oh, did you guys both go to law school?
4: I, I walked past the law school a little miss when I was there, but that's, <laughs> that's get it's
2: yeah. It's Brooks Kepka playing left handed against David Portnoy, yes, from Barstool Sports, yes. playing left handed. The big uh, difference is Portnoy is a left-hander.
4: <laughs> do you know who owns the match? No. The company, the match? No. Tiger and Phil.
2: Oh, really?
3: They oh. own it. Cool. Uh,
4: well, yeah, is, they
2: do. This is a quarter of a million dollar bet. Uh, the loser pays to the winner's favorite charity.
3: That's fantastic. There's no out loser. Out
2: of their pocket. Yeah, out, out of their the pocket. People. Yeah, there won't is be sponsorship. Out of their pocket on this one? Okay. Yep.
4: Yep. Well, that's good because if you're playing, you know, if I'm playing well on your money, then, uh, you know, it's easier for me to go out there and
1: not
3: tear. But if I'm looking at my back pocket, it makes a difference. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Frank, I've always wanted to set something up that sort of crosses from sport to sport. I want to do something sometime where we get a golfer who can hit the ball a ton with a football quarterback and a baseball power hitter. So we get Aaron Rodgers, who can throw a football 150 yards. Yeah, but he can't hang on to Danica Patrick. I'm not. I'm not sure that was part of this, but you know, that up. There's another guest we're not going to have uh, <laughs> against uh, a guy. So uh, against somebody who's hitting maybe a wedge and see who can whose ball can go farther, and then try to do the same thing with baseball player, but he's only hitting the ball maybe 400 feet, which translates to about 120 yards. So put all that kind of stuff together and do sort of a longest ball, but it all has to be sort of evened out across different sports. I think that We're going to call try. it the Faux Pas Follies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, this is this is probably why you have writers too, really good ones too. Yeah. Why, do think, why do you think I befriended Ron Syrax? If, if we if it, if if people are listening to Golf Talk America, and they just heard that they realize, yeah, you got writers, <laughs> and they're damn good. Uh, you know, I, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think people, you
4: know, I think people miss the old skins game, the original yes, skins, game. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. golf is supposed to be fun. It's not exactly. supposed to be. Hard work. Jack Nicholas even said for amateurs, if you're you're learning the game or just playing it, tee it up in the fairway. Now, pick up your tee and carry it with you. Don't leave it there. Yeah. But tee it up in the fairway. I mean, because some of those shots are the hardest to hit. And he also said 12 holes is plenty. Mm -hmm. So, and to make it fun for people, if you want to get listeners, it's got to be really talented or really entertaining. Viewers, talented entertainment. Golf viewers, they, you better entertain people because entertainment is what you're selling. It's not right. golf. It's not football. It's, not, it's entertainment. Yep. Right. And now with the gambling, it'll, it's really entertaining, especially when I borrowed money from John to gamble last night. <laughs> <month.
3: laughs> <laughs> he yeah. won, by the way, but you're not getting any of it back.
4: <laughs> by the way, guys, on MSNBC yesterday, it came out that a slot machine at French League paid off almost
3: $700,000. I know. I, I was wondering where you were yesterday, John. <laughs> it wasn't French Lick. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Frank, if he was at French Lick yesterday, it was him. It would be, he would he would be, be doing this interview. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be here right now. Man. He's, <laughs>
4: let, me, let me go get a bottle of Grey Goose and sit it over
2: there. Water. <laughs> oh, man. We're uh, going up to um, something that, that y'all should 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 investigate if you're anywhere around the Midwest or the Mid-South. There's a thing called Capital Golf Tour. It's an amateur. It's an amateur tour. It's uh, run by a guy named Terry Edwards, who was wounded in Afghanistan in 2011. Took him five years of intense recuperation to get to the point where he could play golf again, and he has started this amateur tour. Uh, We're playing Saturday, or okay, we're playing yesterday (laughs) in uh, in his his. Wounded Warrior Classic Tour, which is going to be at uh, Prairie Dunes in Carmel, Indiana. Or Carmel, I'm not sure which syllable you're supposed to pronounce. No, Carmel
4: is West Coast, John. Yeah, it's Carmel, Indiana.
2: Yeah. And uh, not Caramel, but Carmel. And uh, <laughs> we we played in it, and it's fun. But he has a tournament coming up in October at Firestone Country Club. Nice. which Which of all the people you're looking at, Frank is the only one who can get there and play. All right. It cost $70 To play In the tournament At Firestone Country Club Not on a regular day No Not on a regular day He has a two day tournament at French Lick One day at the Ross Course One day at the Die Course It's $70 uh. per day
3: You can't
2: you can't play either of those courses for anywhere close to seventy dollars.
4: The South Course at Firestone, where they played the World Golf Championships, the NEC tournament was there. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a tough golf course. There's no doubt about it. It is yeah. unforgiving. It's long, uh, it's but it's gorgeous, and it, I would recommend anybody if you can get on Firestone, go play it because it's it's a lot of fun. are three especially, courses there too, also,
2: so. especially if you can get on for seventy bucks. So check yeah, it out. Right. It's, it's, yeah, seventy. Yeah. Bucks capitalgolftour.net we've got some questions and we are going to pose them to mr frank when so <laughs> we come right back we are the approach shot the six pack
3: is next don't go away hey let's talk a little about daily fantasy sports here See, I love to play, but I haven't had a lot of success, and it's been a little frustrating. Apparently, I'm not the only one, because 85% of the people who play lose. So, when we started talking with Stat Hero about advertising here in the show, I asked, What makes Stat Hero different? The answer made me a believer. See, Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup, winner take all. No one else does that. Since I signed up back in late May, I've won about as much as I've lost, which is only because there are three Dodgers hitters that always seem to screw up my stats. Seriously, this is the most fun I've ever had playing DFS. So come on and join me. Go to stathero.com approach, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to StatHero.com slash approach. StatHero.com slash approach. Hey, it's Neil Michaels here. Just soaking up summer with my sunglasses on and an Arnold Palmer Spiked in my hand. What's Arnold Palmer Spiked, you ask? Well, where have you been? And what have you been drinking this summer? Arnold Palmer Spiked is the classic taste of iced tea and lemonade with 5% ABV. Made with real juice and brewed teas for a smooth flavor that's as easy going as chipping in out of the sand. So what are your plans this summer? Going to the beach? Maybe laying by the pool? Take Arnold Palmer Spiked with you wherever you go. For classic refreshment that tastes like playing 18 with an old friend. Nothing beats Arnold Palmer Spiked. It's the perfect balance of brewed teas and real juice. Now with 5% ABV. Find Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at ArnoldPalmerSpiked.com slash approach. Or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's ArnoldPalmerSpiked.com slash approach. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly.
2: Welcome. Oh, wait a minute. I hit the wrong button. Hey, welcome back. We are The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. He is Frank Bassett. We have some time for six quick
3: questions. We do. And we call it The Six Pack. And it is sponsored, as always, by our friends at Arnold Palmer Spiked. Go to ArnoldPalmerSpiked.com slash approach for a retailer near you. And, and, go to... At the approach shot on Twitter, and send us pictures of you and your Arnold Palmer spiked taking advantage of the summer and uh, just chilling out and stuff. And we will, if we like it, put it here on our YouTube feed. How'd you like that?
2: Ah, oh, fantastic!
4: I love Arnold Palmer spiked. By the way, absolutely had had it yesterday. I didn't play golf
3: today. It's 105 here, so <laughs> very yeah. nice. That's why I'm in San Diego. Uh, All right. we got a six pack for you, Frank. You ready? Thirsty. Go ahead. I I will tell you, I changed the name of one of the bands here just because of the reaction to what you said earlier. So, Frank, question one, best horn section, Blood, Sweat and Tears, Ides of March or Tower of Power? Tower of Power. Agreed. Having seen them recently, by the way, with a new lead singer, they are incredible. I mean, incredible. So very hard to go. One of the greatest songs ever written and played. And Mm -hmm. it was still as splashy and stuff live. It was great.
2: Down to the nightclub. Bump, to
3: bump, to bump. That's off the album. What is hip? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We are all geeks. Question (laughs) two. Frank, living or dead, who would you like to have a beer and talk sports with? And talk sports Sports with? with? Sorry, I'm going through the change. Uh, you know, I, you're not going to believe this. You're
4: really not going to believe this person, Gail Sayers.
3: I don't oh, believe it. That's excellent. I'm totally believing
4: <laughs> Gail Sayers. Just why Gail? Yeah. Well, because of what he went through and the, the the racial issues that were going on at that time, and his friendship with Brian Piccolo and what Brian Piccolo meant to him and just his raw screaming talent that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think he would be a fascinating uh, man to have a conversation with. I love have it. Coaches.
3: Such a great choice. Question 3, you can snap your fingers and improve one part of your golf game just like that. What is it? Putting. Still putting for dough, huh? Putting putting is everything. I don't mm-hmm. you, if you can just get it there and one putt, if you can
4: one putt, you can win golf tournaments. You can Yeah, yeah period. Putting is the single most important
3: thing in golf. I'm hoping one day to be able to three putt.
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> get, it
3: down, to get it down to that question four: one interview you did on golf talk. America had a guest that made you laugh so hard. You could barely finish the interview. Who was it?
2: Oh, that was me.
4: James, <laughs> James Conn. Ooh, that's right. I heard. James oh Conn. yeah. That was a great interview. He, uh, one of my co-hosts at the time said, uh, Jimmy, did you ever think, and James Conn, of course, from The Godfather, from mm-hmm. Vegas, from so many famous movies and things, said, Jimmy, did you ever think you'd, you'd be big enough to ever be on Golf Talk America? And he went, I never even thought about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he was so deadpan on everything that I was just laughing so hard. I was crying. And then we asked him about the TV series Vegas that he uh, that he was on, and it had – you know, 10 of the most gorgeous women on the face of the earth on that show. Mm-hmm. And Josh Dumal was also on that show. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, so, so Jimmy, let me ask you this. Uh, what was it like on the set of uh, 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 Vegas? I mean, what, what kind of went on behind the scenes? He said, you don't want to know. And we can't say it on the air. <laughs> well,
3: we, There's probably, a book. <laughs> we probably can't say it either, but gosh, after we're done here.
4: Oh my. He
3: sent me a couple of pictures. (laughs) All right. Thank you for not bringing those. We like our show. (laughs) Question five. The golf genie just gave you the ability to morph into and become any golfer at any time in history. Who would it be and why?
4: Francis Wimette. To Mm -hmm. come from obscurity, to come from adversity, to come from being told you you can't go do this. You're not of the class to be able to do this. Son, you need to find something to do that you can make money at from his father to be put down by everybody. Yet his mother had faith in him and let him live out his dream. And womet came to be one of the greatest ambassadors and
3: benefactors of golf in the world. The Francis womet Society. Francis Wimette. Yeah. Very nice. Question six. We ask this of everybody who comes on the show since we are the approach shot. In your approach to life, Frank, what one rule do you live by? Be nice to everyone, because everyone could be a
2: potential
4: juror.
3: (laughs) 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 Always the practical man. (laughs) I loved it. The beginning of that sounded so philanthropic, and then it went right back to Frank. (laughs)
4: You can't take the donkey out of the stable.
3: <laughs> I would say you're off the hot seat, but I think you just put us on it. So <laughs> nice job, sir. Nice job.
2: And just in case the illusion was missed by a few people, Francis will met the greatest games in the name of the movie, right? Greatest game ever played. Yeah. Watch the movie. Fabulous Watch the movie. movie. And you will, Fabulous. you'll understand the story that Frank was talking about. So, okay. And it,
4: it is based on a true story, and his, mm-hmm. his little caddy uh, turned out to be one of the largest uh, car dealership uh, magnets in the in the United States, out of Detroit. Yeah. Little, little Eddie, yeah.
2: yeah, little Eddie caddy for him. It was great. Multi millionaire, and he again gave back to everybody. That's that's
4: my big thing. Is it doesn't matter what you have; it matters what you have in your heart that you're willing to share with others. That's what matters in life. And I mean See,
3: that very seriously. That, that would have been the answer to question six, not so much the juror thing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, more, it's more funny. So yeah, that's true. That's we can it. Mean that, I mean, it doesn't matter what you have, it's what you have in your heart that you're willing to share with yeah. others. That's the most important thing in life.
2: And also, the US Open is going to be back at the Country Club in Brookline, oh, wow. Massachusetts, Massachusetts, which is where Francis Womet won his. Have you played that course? You kidding me? (laughs) No. I mean, any club that calls themselves the country club would not have me as a member. Okay.
4: Yeah. There's a sign at the door. Yeah, I would (laughs) I wouldn't be a member of any country club that would have me as a member. Uh, It's it's a pretty incredible place. historic. I'm I'm big on golf history and Our sports history, because there's so many people, guys, and you know this, you know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. There's so many people who came before us and all of our endeavors in life, whether it be being a DJ or being a musician or being a golfer or just being a, a good person. There's so many great people that we so often don't take the time to look back at our history, to look back at the people who paved the way for all of us to do what we do. And I think that that's extremely important that we get a little introspect going and look back.
3: Yeah, you're right. Every walk of life has had somebody who helped get it where it is now. And the fact of the matter is oftentimes we're so caught up in what we're doing and moving forward. You know, we're taught even in DJ school, never back talk, never talk about the song you just played. Just talk about what's coming up, what's coming up, what's coming up. If you don't look back, what, what's the old expression? Those who don't remember the past are condemned to be repeated. So. Exactly. But I really mean that about about
4: people and, and looking back at folks, whether it be a golfer and, and you know, look at the philanthropy that, that golf has brought. The PGA Tour, guys, and I'll get serious for just a moment. The PGA Tour is a 501c3. The PGA Tour has given back more
3: money to charity than all other sports combined. On, mm-hmm. Wow combined. I it, guess it's got to be one of the reasons we love it, you know, The and the fact is that one of the great things about being a golfer is you can be as good as the two of you, you can be mediocre like me, or you can be like the kid I played with, you know, my friend brought his 13 year old to a little par three, and he was hitting the ball really well, but every once in a while, he'd dribble it, and you know, nobody said, pick up your ball. you know, it's mm-hmm. at 13, he's got a better swing than I had at 30, and mm-hmm. I can tell you when he's 25, he's going to be able to to, you know, to, to embarrass the heck out of us out there. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. one of the things that's great about golf is not only is it philanthropic, but you know, anybody can go out and play and now with disc golf and foot golf and all the other things, you know, even that's expanding. The CEO
4: and the janitor can have a good time together on the golf course. Yep. Yep. Yes. Indeed. And it, it, it levels the playing field beyond belief. It, it truly, truly does. Plus Neil, I know where you live and I, I'm sure you have a, a big house I've heard. And so John and I need to come out because there's a couple of golf courses in your neck of the woods that are pretty fun to play. Come on.
0: Come I mean, on I
4: out. You know, a couple of them there,
3: right, right in the area. And, and I know you have a neighbor. I mean, Mickelson is still there right now. So he is, yeah. he is. And and it's funny. We just drove through his neighborhood not long ago, a $5 million <laughs> house in his neighborhood is kind of a shed, yeah. but you know, but, uh, you, you drive through Rancho Santa Fe. Sorry, Phil. Now everybody knows. And uh, you just kind of think, you know, this is why he lives out here. It's it's the part of San Diego. It's a little away from the water, but it's got a lot of area. And I'll tell you this one little story. that The office that I used to have before I started working out of the house was up the street, literally had to drive by TaylorMade every day. And there is a one hole course across the street from TaylorMade. And at any given time, if they weren't on the tour, you would see Phil out there, trying out new equipment yeah. you know taking shots and stuff and people would just drive by they same as they do in Nashville when you see Clint Black at the pancake house you know mm-hmm. you drive by there and you say look yeah. oh, there's Phil Mickelson hitting shots and you know off of Salt Avenue.
4: Pancake Pantry is the famous old pancake place you're, you're referring to here in Nashville. If you come here, I can get you in the back door. You don't have to stand in my own. <laughs> what's what's, we, we just what's,
2: what's that mo- motel um, in Brentwood where they Oh, Lovelace. The, the biscuits and the homemade peach preserves every The lady
4: who made the biscuits there, I mean, I hugged and loved on her like my mother. She's, she's passed away. Yeah, Lovelace Cafe is the name of it. Yeah, man. In a famous place, but it's...
2: You had to stay okay. in line for an I hour and eat breakfast, breakfast, but it was worth every minute you waited. It oh, really was. People wait forever, but yeah. uh, and you know, I've got to back up,
4: Neil. You referred to a band that actually didn't have a horn section earlier. rides of March. Yeah, Jim Peterick. That's Jim's band, or was. Okay. And he wrote. Jim wrote the song. Uh, uh, the vehicle. The vehicle. But he also wrote another kind of obscure song that. We call it mailbox money when you get royalties off of songs that you write. Right. And he's the only guy I know that has to take a front loader to unload his mailbox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Royalty checks. He wrote Eye of the Tiger also.
3: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Not bad, not bad.
4: How are you doing, Sylvester? You
2: know, you put my my song in your movie. (laughs) Yeah, Ah the tiger. Yeah, Yeah. well, if he keeps it up, he keeps it up, he may have a song worth
5: (laughs) listening to. (laughs) eventually.
2: Hey, coming up, we've got a little bit more. Don't you
1: go away.
5: If you're like me, you've been hearing a lot about burials and cremation lately. It's kind of a sad thought, but thousands of these poor souls have to be stored in these big refrigerator trucks waiting sometimes weeks before they can be put to rest. And then and then the average funeral cost is over 10 grand. I don't have that kind of money just lying around. Do you? Everyone has the right to die with dignity. And an affordable burial policy can be had for as little as a dollar a day. Call Final Expense Network for a free quote. They shop for affordable rates from brand name companies. Folks you've heard of. One call and you get coverage to finish well. You can even name your church as a beneficiary. Come on, you have loved ones. Don't leave them at the last hour of their need. Call now, 800-589-0470. That's the final expense network at 800-589-0470. Finish well. Make a quick call to 800-589-0470. 800-589-0470.
3: Texting enrolls you into recurring
4: automated text
1: messages. Message and data rates may apply.
4: Men,
2: want to feel younger, stronger, leaner?
1: You don't have to slow down after 40. Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s.
5: Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. I gotta try Nugenix Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total
4: Tea. That's GRIT to
1: 321321.
2: Yes, Frank, it's almost over, man. This is the most fun. I mean, you know, well, cocktail hour started a few hours ago, a few can minutes ago. Can I show this on the screen? No, <laughs> no, no.
4: No, we haven't. No, have Arnold Palmer's
3: spike. The spike is right there. It, you know, it's right over there. If, if it's not Arnold Palmer spike, you
4: don't show it on the screen. Well, I have it here. I just, I can't get, leave the screen to go get it. But I will yes. tell you that I'm going to double spike mine. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah, right, it was 5% alcohol by volume. Yep. Awesome. A great little kick. It really is refreshing after a long but sometimes I have to add a little bit to it
2: just yeah. because well, I you know to- your tolerances <laughs> are very high. We know that. It's that mean old rock and roll life, buddy. That's hey, what they they me, I, uh, you know
4: what? I went to Betty Ford three times. It finally took.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i tell got a story, quick story. Uh, and if, again, if you go to those weekend you can hear the episode that features this woman, but, but, or woman, this girl, Frank met her at French Lick for the Donald Ross Classic Pro-Am that we all played in, 13-year-old Ava Bunker. Oh, my God. She played, I I forget the name of the pro she played with, but it was the the beautiful six-foot-one tall. She only withdrew.
4: Oh, she withdrew? No, no, the pro did because she was so beaten down by that
2: young (laughs) 13-year-old. Yeah, Yeah, well, she only beat the 13-year-old by two strokes. I know, by two. That's it. Yeah. Two strokes, and they were going head to head, and it was so great because when they were introduced to each other, and she said, "You know, I'm playing in your group." The pro said, "Get out of the cart you're in, and you're riding with me." And they hung out together oh, all my. day. That's and, great. I didn't know were, that. Yeah, and they were they were just talking, and and I mean, Ava because Ava's going for a pro career. She's she just doesn't want to yes. be in the LPGA. She wants to be a superstar. In the LPGA, she also just came back with a third place trophy in the um, uh, the 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 junior kids tournament in um, Pinehurst Number Two. Oh, she finished thirteenth overall in the Indiana State Women's Amateur. Wow! And when she plays in junior tournaments, she's thirteen, but she is relegated to the fifteen to nineteen year old age bracket just to make it fair. That's not wow.
4: Hey, by the by the way, John. I mean, yeah, she. I watched her. She really is a player, and Jeff Smith is an incredible instructor. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who has the trophy from the program?
2: The guy who plays with the director of golf from the uh, from the resort. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, that, that just means he made
4: some
3: good decisions. Is what it means. <laughs>
4: No, actually, we really – our team really, really played well. Now, we did airmail the team in front of us a couple of times. They got a little upset about that. Yeah. But we had a guy yeah. in our group that can hit the ball 320, 330. Okay. Oh, but I get to move up because yeah. of my age. Yeah. But we used my drive a lot because it was in the fairway and not sprayed. Yeah. And I was hitting it really, really well that day.
2: Quick story. On, on There's a par five where the older guys get about 100 yards of love. One ten. And I hit a drive. And it was in the words of a man whose name will be familiar with you. He said, it was long, strong, and right down the frickin' middle. Who, who's that man that said that? Jeff Smith said that. I did, not wow. know, I did not know Jeff was behind me. And I stepped up and I hit wow. that drive. And all of a sudden, he goes... Whoa,
3: somebody's been taking some lessons.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, a, that's a shameless
3: stand. There, Jeff. And who's this Jeff Smith again? Please, God, say it again.
2: The yeah, number who? one. No, he's one of the top 100 golf instructors in the country. He oh,
1: yeah.
3: Don't say
2: no. it again.
4: We got to no.
3: wrap this up, fellas. We're yeah, we we going to go here. We got to go. I know, but
2: you know. So, okay, there, there there, once was a girl from Nantucket. No, 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 no. No, no. Okay.
3: no,
2: no that's That's <laughs> the after party, man. Uh, visit us at the net. Subscribe to the podcast. And, of course, golftalkamerica.com is where you can find Frank and all that stuff going on there. And, again, uh, one more time, go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach to find out where you need to go to buy some if you haven't already. Yes, there sir. you go. And you've got to keep in mind. And it wasn't Frank who told me this, but he would have if he had come up with it first. The same people invented golf and called it a game that invented
3: bagpipes and called it music. Indeed they did. And remember, too, life, she is a gift. Open it.
1: You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net.